talk to you about that Santa hat that you're wearing. Thanks. How long have you operated under the delusion that you're Santa Claus? Uh, since about 20 minutes ago. You're 20 minutes ago? Okay. Well, you know that there's a lot of little boys and little girls around the world that count on Santa. And I'm hoping that if you decide to fill that role, that, that's how, that you're committed to it. You, un- you understand that this is an awesome responsibility. It is an awesome responsibility. Yes. They, they, some call it the Santa Claus. Uh-huh. The Santa Claus. Claus of what? The clause, the clause in the, the, the contract of Santa. Oh, do you think Santa, what, what type of clause does Santa have in his contract? Um, if, apparently if he falls off your roof, they do have to take over Santa. Oh, That's I what see. Tim Allen taught me. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, also, I think there's a clause for every little boy and girl that they have to leave certain amounts of food out for Santa at night, do they? Yes. Yes. Do they not? Okay. And what are, what are those items usually? Like cookies, some milk. Cookies and milk. I'm worried about um, his uh, lactose intake, but uh, you know. Uh-huh. So you're actually concerned about Santa's health? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's a lot of cookies. It's a lot of milk. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, good. Well, you understand that the cookie manufacturers and the milk producers count on count on the children to be able to buy their products to get them out on on Christmas Eve. That's true. So if you really interfere with this, you're you're making quite a dent in the economy. Well, maybe it's time to bring up the almond milk manufacturers. Do you understand how many people are, you know, depending on the livelihood that produces the cookies and the milk? Hmm. Huh. So are you Santa or are you the Grinch? Are you a double agent? A double agent? Yes. What are my motives? Are you working for the other side? The other side? Wait, what is the other, is the other side of Santa the Grinch? Mike, how long have you been working for the enemy? <laughs> I, work, I work for my own side. <laughs> welcome to Fishing Without Bait. Well, welcome. Welcome to Fishing Without Bait. A lifetime without definitive expectations, huh? Okay, well... Shall we go ahead and start the show? I think we already have. We have started the show? Yes. Okay. Well, sometimes we like to engage in a little bit of chatter, a little bit of playful nonsense. However, dear friends out there, particularly I'd like to address this to my friends out in the Twitterverse, uh, as I've been acting, as I have been interacting with uh, quite a few individuals uh, tonight. I think you probably know who you are. made some uh, very nice contacts, some nice people to that interact with, and some people that have uh, really opened up and shared some of their life with me, as I have with them. Um, and as most of you know out there, probably that uh, Mr. Mike, uh, my good friend and producer of this program, uh, we have this little repartee going, this give and take, where he talks to me about the benefits and the wonderfulness about interconnecting through social media. And then I explain to him in my role as a behavioral health therapist, I see the opposite side of that picture where I help people disconnect to connect. And uh, before we get into the main thrust of the show, I'd like to uh, share with everybody that uh, after dealing with procrastination for so long, I overcame it. And uh, last Friday, I disconnected i turned my cable off and uh got rid of my landline really yes it's done welcome welcome to the the cut world yeah it's all it's it's all done the only thing that i have now is the internet where i can uh do the streaming and whatever but uh so at the end of the show when you say uh turn off the tv every once in a while you did that permanently i did I, I, I cut the cord. Yes. I cut the cable off. And although they tried to, uh, you know, talk me into different type of emotions and come ons, I chose those words, chose mm-hmm. 
to uh, disconnect and I haven't uh, I haven't turned back so your friends out there in the Twitterverse and everywhere else verse under the sea and above the stars uh, this is uh, Jim Allermeyer I'm a behavioral health therapist and today I'm joined by my good friend and co-host of this program Mr. Mike uh, and today what I'd like to do is to talk some straight talk I'd like to talk to some straight talk to people and I'd like to talk to people about Giving, although this is the time of year where people give, and unfortunately this is the only time of year where people begin to think about goodwill on earth and peace and all those type of wonderful things. However, I'd like you to hear the words I say. I was uh, viewing a video, Mike, the other day about a social experiment where uh, a group of people had this young lady, maybe six, seven years old, and they had her dressed up in some fine type of clothing, some upper upper scale type of thing, nice clean well done hair and perhaps she was in an airport wherever and she would approach people saying that she was lost or whatever looking for her mommy or daddy or whatever and it was amazing how many people really took time to sit down with this young lady and help her out, maybe direct her in the right direction, uh, provide her in any assistance that they possibly could and then the same young lady was taken and had her hair mussed up, perhaps some, maybe some little smudges on her face, uh, maybe dressed in some tattered clothing, some distress, let's call it distressed, distressed clothing, and they sent her out to do the same thing. And it was saddening, it was disheartening, the number of people that turned away from this young lady, the number of people that just told her to go away, or just looked at her and just completely ignored her. So my thoughts to everyone out there is that we've often talked about this program, and I'm going to talk straight talk to every single person out there now. The Bible's Jesus refers 184 times in the New Testament about the responsibility to help the poor, the marginalized, the oppressed, the falsely imprisoned, the weak, the voiceless. 184 times, do you think he meant it, Mike? That sounds pretty significant. That's yes, yes, when he referred to it that often. So when we talk about when we talk about people who uh, say that they're uh, say that they're Christians, now if you're a Christian, who would you supposedly follow? That would be Jesus. That would be Jesus to follow his his words in his deeds, right? Okay. So the whole idea is, what was Jesus's message all about? It was about giving of yourself and. Not being self-centered. It was about compassion. It was about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. It was about working on your own and, and having a bond with the divine, with the creator. Is that correct? Okay. So things get pretty muddled along the way, doesn't it? Okay. Now, I may offend some people out there, but that's okay. I uh, This is a program about uh, straight talk, and we're, we're really talking straight talk tonight. One of the differences between spirituality and religion is spirituality is often referred to as a personal connection with the divine or the eternal or the creator. And sometimes religion is defined as crowd control. Um, some people do look at religion as just a way to have a rule set for people so they're there is an anarchy. Right. And that's and that's important also, but then when it begins to go the other way. Mm-hmm. Okay. When we begin when we begin to want to influence people's lives and to push them into a certain direction that perhaps falls out of the out of the line of what Jesus is all about. Sort of when we when people 
are offended that you're not speaking to their God. That's correct. You know, that's sometimes part of the real um, problems in this world is when people say, my God hates your God. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and, there's, and there's truly only one. So how often have you heard people say, why does God allow this to happen? Mm-hmm. Why does God allow these starving children to, to, to starve? Why are the wars? Why are all these things happening? Did God call these? Did God cause these things, Mike? Who is starving the children? The people that are allowing it in those communities. Yes, and also every single human being, when there's tragedies out there like this, every single human being has to take half an accounting. Mm-hmm. Every single human being out there. I hope every single human being out there really hears the sound of my voice and hears what I'm saying. Every single human being is responsible for everything else for every sentient being, for every other thing. Everyone is responsible. So in Alcoholics Anonymous, there's a responsibility pledge. It says, I am responsible. When anyone anywhere reaches out for help, I want the hand of AA to be there. And for that, I am responsible. And we take that seriously. So everyone out there, what is your pledge? What do you hold responsible Let's say when you walk down the street and you see people, imagine that's your brother or your sister. Would you? How would you want them to be treated? So I was always taught in my practice, and I was taught by a very wise man, uh, and I'll say his name, Dr. Safter Chaudhry. He always told me, he says, Jim, when someone's sitting across from you, how would you want your brother or your sister or your mother or your father, how would you want them to be treated? I want you to treat them. I want you to treat them the same way. And I always took that to heart, okay? Everyone out there is our brother and our sister. So, Mike, there are only so many elements in the atomic table, are there not? So far. Okay, I'm sure there will be more. However, when everything is broken down into its basic parts, protons, neutrons, electrons, okay, and then you go even further down into quarks, and whatever, you get down into the basic building blocks of energy in the universe. So every single thing is made up basically of the same energy, is it not? So we're all basically made up of the same energy, like the uh, the water, the trees, the frog, birds, rocks, stone, us, okay, one of the common mantras in chants is um so hum, um so hum, which is in Sanskrit meaning I am that. So we say these things, we chant these mantras over and over again, um so hum, I am that. And the idea when we get into that deep meditation is to connect with everything, understanding that we're part of everything. Which is why the Buddha forbid intentional killing. Which is why Muhammad forbid the killing of innocents. Okay, and the idea is Buddhists, Hindus, they don't, they don't kill things. They don't intentionally destroy things. No one cuts down a tree simply because it's there. Okay, because you're, you're when you're harming that, you're harming part of all. And whom so hum, I am that. We are part of everything. So the deal is, it's unconscionable that people are starving. It's unconscionable that people are homeless. It's unconscionable. It's our, it's our choice and our decision. So perhaps when, when people pass, when they cross over, perhaps the creator might say to someone, I gave you gifts and talents and abilities. What'd you do with them? 
I gave you gifts, talents, and abilities. What did you do with them? Are you going to have an answer? Are you going to have an answer? And we'll figure out to what's important. What's the right thing to do? What is the right thing to do? And I know we're sending it out at this time of year. It's getting near Christmas. Goodwill to men, peace on earth, and all those types of things. Okay. How soon do those sentiments vanish? Usually, uh, stroke of midnight, uh, January 1st, when everybody's counting down and celebrating. Right, counting down and celebrating. Isn't that interesting, though, because we go from a goodwill towards men and everything to a uh, looking at my own year kind of mentality. How can I improve myself? Like, we immediately move our perspective along with the holidays and time of the year within a week. So that's changing perspectives. That's changing biases. And the number one bias is when a person doesn't look like me, okay? Mm -hmm. When a person doesn't look like me, then I don't want anything to do with them. When that little girl was all dressed up and shined up walking through the airport, everybody wanted to help her because she was like them. But the little girl, the, the same little girl, however, dressed shabbily and poorly, she wasn't like me. So I, I want to shun her. I want to stay for away from her. How dare you? How dare you do that? So the creator might come to you someday and says, I put the neediest of my child in front of you and you turned them away. Explain yourself. Sometimes I think people, people think that they're immortal, that they're never, that they're never going to die. And we're here, we're, we're spiritual beings and we just happen to be having a human experience. Okay, so how often do you think of that? One of, one of the thoughts is is when that's a basic concept, okay, that we're spiritual beings having a human experience, and it's this human experience that we get so tied up in. We get so caught up in this human experience that we truly forget what's important. So what what do the Buddhists say? Death defines life. So when we're here in this particular realm, what can we do? What can we do? Are we going to accumulate things for our own good, uh, for our own wealth? For what purpose? And again, separating between what our wants and our needs are. When we see our brothers and our sisters suffering, we say, oh, isn't that bad? Or how often do we just turn the channel and we don't want to see those type of things? We turn the radio off. That's sad and depressing, isn't it? Nobody can do everything, but everyone can do something. So I'm going to challenge every every single person out there. I'd like every person that hears our sayings, our thoughts in the Twitterverse. I'd like to respond, what what can you do? What can you do? Everyone can do something. Can they not, Mike? Absolutely. Okay. Even if it's one little thing. Even if it's one little thing. If it's an act of kindness, even if it's a smile. When we generate waves of positivity, it can it can change the world. Well, what can I do? I'm just one person. Okay. So what this is, this is a challenge podcast. And I'm going to challenge everyone out there to avoid the selfishness and the self-centeredness. Is it all what is it all about? Is this about is this all about me? You know, I've told you about a friend of mine that often says, uh, you know, I'm not much, but I'm all I think about. Okay, are we are we important? Yes, every single person is important out there, and we help ourselves in order to help others. And this is one of the real purposes of fishing without bait. You know, we've evolved so much in our in our talks, and where we develop values and we develop choices, and 
if we're not able to, if we're not able to help other people in what we do. One of the things, perhaps a you and I, before we started our little uh, chat tonight, we listened to one of Pink Floyd's most famous songs for the turning away. Okay. And what it is, it talks about for this. How dare you turn away from the, the people in need? How dare you do that? Who are you to make that decision? Who are you when you go back into your warm homes and your nice places and sit there and think of and be grateful for everything that you have? Remember, Gratitude is an action word. Gratitude must go forward. Okay? When we when we read about the people in these war-torn countries and say, oh, how horrible those people are to treat those people that way. Well, what are we doing about it? We're probably going, we're going over there and uh, trying to participate in the same type of thing, to, to participate in, in this mass slaughter. And in the meantime, people are being caught up in this human misery okay and what are we doing to help that what are we doing to help that people are we trying to kill people to show them that killing is wrong what's 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 going on what's what's the purpose here mike who's finally going to be able to stand up and say enough's enough has to be each individual one of us each individual to stand up everyone has a voice and if the voices combine and say this this is insanity. This madness must stop. When are we going when are we going to stop killing people and start helping people? So remember our friend Thomas Merton said most of the ills in the world can be defined as greed, lust, and self-love. There are many, 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 many good people. I remember Lyndon Johnson when he was president termed it the silent majority. There's the, that's the that's the issue. There's a silent majority up there. And remember what Dr. Martin Luther King said evil will triumph when good people do nothing. Where's your voice? Where's your courage? Who will speak up? Remember we talked about the time that they, I, you can insert the name of the guy in there, the quote of the person, he was from France, but the idea is they came for the, when they came for the Jews, I did nothing because I wasn't a Jew, and they came for the Catholics, they came for the trade unionists, they came for, they came for the African Americans, they came for the marginalized, and I did nothing because I wasn't one of them. But then they came for me and I called for help, and there was no one left to help me. So what we'd like to do tonight is challenge every single person out there with, that hears this, that they can do something. And everyone believes that they can do nothing, they can do something, and I'm going to make some strong statements tonight, Mike. If you if you feel that you can't do anything, if you feel that you have no place to turn to, if you feel you have no voice at the table, you're always welcome here. You're always welcome at Fishing Without Bait. You're always welcome to join our conversation. You're always welcome to join our our podcast. We have we have a platform, and we're looking for individuals. We're looking for people who want to share stories of recovery. We're looking for people who have a message and want to carry and perhaps influence positivity into other people's life. So I know this may be a little bit of a downer message tonight, uh, Mr. Mike, but uh, that's that's the way I'm kind of feeling when I've been seeing some of the things going on in the world today, and it makes me angry. It makes me angry, and sometimes I look at my own self and I ask myself, "What type of a coward are you that you're not your your voice isn't out there, that you're not standing up and, and saying something about this?" Well, those times are over, and they've changed. And I think that you understand that we have changed our view and our thoughts many times. And you know, we're 
not looking to become generic and join have the friendship club we're looking uh we're looking to make a positive impact on on this world so as always we'd like to end our podcast with a uh free prescription fruits nuts and vegetables unplug your television as i just did and perhaps take up fishing and for a truly mindful experience we ask that you fish without bait And until then, do a kindness for yourself, do a kindness for another. Forgive yourself, forgive another. Till all are free, none are free. Namaste. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com, where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, click the shop icon on our website, We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.